Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to talk about how to be a man. Psychologically, I mean, how to feel masculine, uh, how to feel like you're part of this thing that we generally call manhood. And of course, I'm, I'm qualified to talk about this because I'm extremely masculine for a therapist. I mean, that's why I became a therapist in the first place, so I could feel masculine for once. It's the same reason why if you're obese, you don't lose weight, you just go to Walmart, compare yourself to other people, say, well, you know, I'm not doing great, but at least I don't have to use one of their dumb red scooters, right? I'm also talking about this because I got a question from a listener to respond to one Orion Taraban, whose channel is Psychex. I'm going to link to the video. It's like a pseudo response to that video. He talks about how to be a man. I mostly agree with him, but there are some points of disagreement here. First of all, he starts... The, the video talking about how, you know, with, with this bromide of how a hundred years ago, men just knew how to be men and, be, and we're not masculine now. And that's why we even need to talk about this. That is a myth, right? That is part of the victim narrative that paradoxically makes you way less masculine. We'll talk about it. It's not true that men simply knew how to be men a hundred years ago and we need to like dig up this artifact that, that we've lost somehow. What happened was, is 100 years ago, we were very poor. So we had fewer options. Uh, our identity, who we were, was, determ was determined more by our family, our community, our religion, you know, the, the, the group of people who we are in, our, our, our uh, yeah, community. I think I said that already. And there was less pressure on us to create our own identities. Now, thankfully, it's a good thing it, it, you know, it comes with challenges, but it's a good thing that now we are much wealthier than we were 100 years ago. We have more options. And now, look, we have the, we, we have the ability to live in our grandmother's basement until we're 25 and, and from a historical perspective, still do very well, which means, you know, be obese. Um, that's, that's, we have that ability now. So now we have to, you know, it's just become more complex. We have to look at, whoa, what? What is masculinity? What is manhood? It has nothing to do with feminism taking over and <laughs> taking all your jobs and you know this whole victim narrative that, that, that people will feed you. People who will say they're there to help you, they're, they're feeding you this victim narrative and actually triggering how you already feel like a victim and make it worse. So let's just dispel that myth. It's not... Hundred years ago, it was easier to be a man, and it, no, that's that's ridiculous. Then Orion Taraban, uh, that's his name. Um, yeah, nothing against <laughs> nothing against uh, single moms, but maybe they should be banned from uh, naming their sons. Then he talks about how the dif the difference between essential masculinity and performative, and of course I would agree here. You know, masculinity is much more than than just a set of behaviors. It's much more than going hunting or learning to shoot guns, which both of those things are a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong, but those really aren't going to make you feel more masculine. It, it may help in some degree. You know, going hunting, being out on your own, thinking about things. You know, especially something like uh, turkey hunting, where you have to, have to sit there with your shotgun, right? Because you can't use the rifle. Just sit there with, with the, sit there with a the shotgun and wait until the turkey walks in front of you. You're going to do some thinking and with more thinking, more introspection. I don't know. Maybe that could lead to more masculinity. Maybe not, right? Because if you don't have a good foundation, you could go crazy. So let's get to what essential masculinity is. And Orion Taraban says it's having balls and a backbone. Yeah, 
You know, I think that's true. Well, I, I would put that in terms of having a balls means the ability to confront your anxiety and having a backbone is, do you have an identity? Those two things are related, right? Read my book. The more you confront your anxiety, the more you'll be able to build an identity. Um, but I would put it in these more specific terms. If I just had a 10-minute video in which I had to communicate this huge complex topic of how to be a man, how to feel more masculine, I would put it in, in these four steps. The first thing you need to do is you need to separate from your parents. This means no longer hide from your parents. Don't hide parts of who you are from your parents to protect them to protect their emotions. That's the story you tell yourself. You're really not protecting them. You're protecting yourself from your own emotions and from your own impending sense of alienation, perhaps, that may come from separating from your parents. So emotionally, be on your own two feet. This means taking back all those resentments that you project onto your father instead of, oh, this is how he screwed me up. How did I screw myself up because of that? We'll talk about it with victimhood. The second thing you need to do is you need to approach women openly. So if you're single, you express openly your desire for women, preferably in a way that makes their day better, even if they reject you. Most of the time they will reject you. If you're in a relationship or married, this means that you express sexual desire for your yeah, your, for your girlfriend or wife in a way that even if she rejects you, it makes their day better. The other, the third thing you need to do uh, is kind of the inverse of that is openly disagree, openly express anger to men. How comfortable are you identifying anger that you feel when you're around other men and then expressing it? And this includes receiving anger. How can how well can you receive anger, perhaps criticism from other men and the fourth thing you need to do is process your victim narrative it's just the cultural stew that we're living in now you know especially because it's the election year people are going to be feeding you a victim narrative and say oh it's because you know the government society your parents your siblings they hurt you and now and now you are disabled psychologically because they hurt you and that's kind of true but there's an a, a an essential step you need to put in there if you want to have a soul and that step is okay so first yeah you were hurt but how do you now because you were hurt at a time where you couldn't have done anything about it how do you perpetuate that sense that that feeling of being hurt uh this, this is very clear right if you're in a car accident and you get whiplash yeah there's nothing you could have done about that usually Mostly there, there usually is something you could have done of that. But let's, you know, there's sometimes there's a freak accident and now you have whiplash. Nobody would give you the excuse if you said, oh, I have whiplash and I'm just going to have a hurt neck for the rest of my life. Nobody would let you get away with that. We'd say, no, well, you still have to go to, to physical therapy. And even if the guy who, who hit you, if <laughs> even if the guy who rear-ended you, gay jokes are also an important part of masculinity. Even if the guy who rear-ended you paid for your medical bills, you would still have to be the one to go in and you know, you know do the neck exercises. That's the same thing with your psychological issues. Yeah, people hurt you, uh, but you perpetuate that hurt. You get a sick satisfaction, a sick sense of uh, familiar satisfaction from perpetuating how you were hurt. And you need to look at how you do that. And look, yeah, because it's 
uh, because it's election year, people are, are going to be speaking at you from all sides of the political spectrum, telling you how you know these big powers out there are out to get you. And they're really just making you feel like, well, they're triggering a sense of victimhood that you already feel. And it's very important to be on the lookout for that. Even people right, who come in and tell you, like Orion Taraband does, even when he comes in and tells you how to, how to be more of a, a, a man, he, he starts off feeding you a victim narrative. But it's not about him. It's about you, you need to inoculate yourself from that by processing your own sense of victimhood. Yes, I was hurt. Now, how do I perpetuate that? How do I perpetuate that in my own life? So those are the four things you need to look at. Separate from your parents, right? Because, you know, having a backbone, standing up for what you for what you believe in, that's, you know, if you don't separate from your parents, you're going to stand up for something that's retarded. It's just, it's just going to make your life worse until you can be able to separate from your parents. Right? Openly ex- express sexual desire to a woman, you know, or a man, if that's what you're into. I don't, this isn't about being gay or straight. Openly disagree with other men and then process your victim narrative. Big picture what masculinity is, I would say it's individualism, the extent to which you create your own identity. And then use that identity, of course, to create your own life. So individualism plus testosterone. I don't think you need high testosterone levels, but just not low testosterone levels, like maybe over 500 to 600 or something, nanograms per deciliter. So that's what I would say. That's what masculinity is. Like it's a it's a huge topic, and in a way, every video I talk about here on this channel is about how to be more masculine. How to it's just a healthy male psychology. Healthy psychology is individualism. A male psychology is infused with testosterone. But so that's just a separate video on on masculinity. If I had to put it into four points in a quick whatever ten minute video, I would put it in those four points. Although, you know, I say all that and, you know, given my experience, if you follow those four steps on your own, you're probably just going to hurt yourself more, given my experience. But I just want to give you something to chew on. Um, if you do need help, I can help you. Joinanimus.com slash schedule. I have a way of doing these things. So in a way where you hurt yourself at least uh, much less than you would otherwise. Thank you guys. Be sure to send this video to somebody who needs it. And uh, remember, um, masculinity, it's a huge topic. It's a a very big topic to sum up in a 10-minute video. Uh, So honestly, this probably won't help you that much.